It was the news that South Africa really needed at this point in time. President Siramaphosa last night announced that uh, we will be going to uh, lockdown level three. There are some restrictions that's in place. There's some of it has been relaxed a little bit to accommodate, you know, the economy and so forth. But we know that the health system is under tremendous strain at the moment. The unions are saying that the health workers are not prepared for the second wave online. Uh, for comment, Zola Sapeta, the general secretary of the National Education Health and Allied Workers Union, Nihau, uh, joins us online. Zola, good morning. Thank you so much for your time on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Last night, President brought us down to level three. What is your reaction, uh, you know, with regards to this? Is it something that you wanted to hear? Uh, good morning to you and your listeners. Uh, I must say that we welcome the the announcement by president because uh, it, at the center it protects the, um, the the people of South Africa in terms of um, their health, but also protect uh, jobs and livelihoods. We we do really recognize that. However, we do think that um, um, there was little um, uh, done in as far as the re-energizing, you know, the spirit of the exhausted frontline workers who have been um, working around the clock since March, uh, and also given the, the, the number of um, the new infections coming in in hospitals and uh, with the stress of uh, running out of the bed and so forth. So we thought that the president would have done uh, far better than uh, lightly lighting candles uh, in appreciation of that. We were expecting that there would be some form of uh, incentive uh, that would be given to them. But generally, um, uh, in the rest of other areas, they have said what we would have wanted to. For instance, we had expected that we, the country must go back to level three with the strict restrictions, uh, and we are happy with that. Uh, and also, the issue related to alcohol. Um, in which we think that is going to help, but it's not only at the level of announcing we need to prepare on the ground to ensure that uh, um, um, such uh, are to because if the alcohol generally, even if there was no COVID, um, the alcohol has always at this time of the year, uh, always brings stress, uh, strenuous pressure at the, in hospitals and so forth. It's worse now during the COVID-19. So we do think that... Uh, um, if we can um, we can comply, particularly the society on this, we will find a way of minimizing um, this spread. Now, Zola, we've seen, you know, uh, hospitals, be them state or private, you know, have been maxed in capacity. We've seen our frontline workers now become our final line of defense. And of course, healthcare workers are going through the most. Do you think this 14-day period... Um, is sufficient in terms of having an impact when it comes to um, the challenges that our healthcare workers are facing in these hospitals? Yes, ma'am, we are right. Um, um, remember, you know, in any uh, country or society that uh, base its policies on neoliberal, it always, um, you know, uh, get into trouble in terms of the social spending, particularly as it relates to issues uh, that pertains to the safety and the development of the poor and so forth. So South Africa is one of those countries. So the issue of hospitals will not necessarily be resolved now. It has been, it should be an issue that must campaign uh, even now and beyond this so that we have hospitals that really are in standard to, to serve the, the, the South Africans as a whole. But the, the truth of the matter, the state of the hospitals are extremely bad even conditions where frontline workers are subjected to are extremely bad. And we and we do think that in some instances it's because uh, we don't have um, a capable leadership uh, at these hospitals that can run hospitals. So we need the so there are a lot of factors involved in the in the conditions that we are confronted with. But generally 
I can tell you from my experience and the experience of our members, the situation is not, it doesn't look good. It's extremely bad. But what else can we do? We have to soldier on to save the nation. Yeah. Now, also, Zola, you know, if you were to look at um, the healthcare workers, you know, how are they sort of dealing with the mental fatigue and exhaustion currently? That's a big problem. <clears throat> and when there is this problem, as you remember, in July when we were unveiling our findings as it relates to the state of hospitals, we did uh, place the issue of the psychological uh, program to prepare in anticipation of this uh, second wave. But of course, you know, uh, we have a government whose um, ears are deaf, who chooses what to listen to, uh, from and um, what not. So that's a reality. Um, now it's worse. Uh, this new variant that we're told that is the most dangerous and vicious one. But unfortunately, we have not been prepared at the level of education to appreciate a kind of animal that we'll be dealing with. But we're dealing with it anyway without knowing hands. Um, we are so vulnerable and um, general anxiety because we are not helped. We, we are on our own in terms of how, what, what needs to be done. It's like the problem is thrown back to us uh, with the limited personnel at the hospital. So generally, we are, confronted. we are not happy in addition to exhaustion, but also you remember that uh, as and when frontline workers get infected, they ought to isolate. So that has a direct impact in terms of the personnel that is already there. So we are just really, um, we will do our best with, um, you know, with the guidance of God, but not necessarily with the support from the department. Mm. And then, Zola, finally, you know, um, are or is Nihau still going to be meeting with the health minister today? And what exactly will you be will be your demands? We are meeting now in the next forty minutes mm-hmm. um, with the minister of health, the public service, and the, um, and the employment and labour. Centrally, to us, um, two key issues for us is the is the resurgence plan from the on the side of government which should um, uh, be clear in terms of uh, what then becomes protective measures, uh, you know, um, uh, to protect uh, frontline workers. Because if frontline workers are not protected, there will be no one who will will be helping us uh, in hospitals. So that's the first issue. But secondly, um, is that uh, what form of, uh, uh, you know, uh, incentive that can be, um, can be provided to re-energize the energy that is already exhausted in hospitals. So, and including the fact that um, what kind of a plan put in place and ensuring that they will be held and safety committees across uh, sectors, in particular in the healthcare. So, those are the key issues that really uh, would not make the meeting really be a nice meeting if uh, if uh, there, there are no plans. And so, because uh, out of that meeting, we'll have to make a determination whether. We encourage our members to come to work, to, to work or should we discourage them from coming to work. So it, it's up to that meeting really today. All right. Well, Zola Sapeta, we thank you for your time this morning. Nihau General Secretary, or Secretary General speaking to us this morning.